The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. All right, we continue the conversation on the talking point. I did say that we've got a special broadcast this morning. We're coming to you uh, from Santon. This is where the Government Employees Medical Scheme is holding its symposium. Part of what they'll be doing is assessing the health status of the nation. They'll also be unpacking some of the social challenges in particular that are being faced in the health ecosystem. And all of us, all of us in some point in our lives have had to access healthcare or will need to access healthcare. It's almost unavoidable. And yet what we're dealing with is what seems like an ever increasing cost of this access to healthcare. And why is it that we face that situation? The symposium, the theme that they'll be looking at is advancing health equity by addressing the social determinants of health. With me this morning is Dr. Pumelela Glomo, who is the Chief Marketing Officer of the Government Employees Medical Scheme. Dr. Glomo, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning and uh, good morning to your listeners. I almost said viewers. No, that's fine. Let's perhaps kick it off with just setting a context so we're all moving from the same page. Who is GEMS? Who are your members? What do you guys do? Well, GEMS is is the largest um, restricted um, medical aid scheme. Um, Restricted in the sense that we're looking at talking or attracting the government um, government employees to be part of our scheme. As a scheme, um, we provide a wide variety of, of service, normal to any other medical aid. In fact, ours is more attractive um, uh, when we also compare um, to other medical aids and also they come in at a very affordable rate because, as you, as you said earlier, affordability of healthcare is something that is important that also provide access. We've got over 800,000 and members to 863 if i'm correct and then over 2000 2 million and and 2.3 million um uh, beneficiaries um so that is who jams is and we work with very with the dpsa in particular um, and we've got the men, the deputy minister who's here will be speaking speaking as part of the symposium as well, because that is how Gems was established in the establishment of of Gems, and way back in 2004, the aim was to make sure that the public servants um, should be able to avoid um, uh, afford um, healthcare um, uh, uh, services at, at so, that time. So, so do pu- all public service service workers automatically become members of GEMS or is there a couple of options on the table that they get to pick from? Well, in, in, in other organizations and other departments, there's a couple of options that they have to to, mm. to um, look at. Um, what we do find is in certain cases, um, people would, 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 would actually belong to GEMS so that they actually qualify for the subsidy. And then in other areas, they're in the spouses, um, medical aid, or they are in you know other, other schemes which actually gets to be given by the employer at that particular point in time. But GEMS was specifically uh, designed to actually look at the employees and then through DPSA and National Treasury, we are able to provide a subsidy um, for those members as part of the benefit. All right. So so effectively, the subsidy is what makes 
the choice of gyms cheaper for public servants? Definitely. Right. Um, it makes it a little bit more affordable. And then also the way in which we've designed our products, it makes it more affordable, but providing exactly the same service that any other scheme would actually provide. I'm talking hospitalizations, GP visits, and, and, and many other things. So we've got very affordable products, but that are rich in benefits. Mm. And that is what is attractive to members, because what we try and avoid is a situation where the benefits also just run out too quickly, and then there are co-payments, um, which is one of the things that we actually do not want. One of the difficulties that we seem to be facing across the medical scheme landscape is what is an increase in membership fees um, for clients. Unfortunately, you know, we're not at a point where um, that cost is being curtailed or even seems like it's going to be curtailed anytime soon. I think under COVID-19 was perhaps when um, consumers had a bit of a reprieve, but that has all changed. It's, it's rolled back. Why is medical care in this country so expensive? Well, th there's various reasons, and um, my colleagues will come after would actually touch on that, um, which is the reason why also we're having this symposium, because there's an education element to it. Uh, in terms of how you should utilize your medical aid um, because it doesn't mean that because you're paying for it you have to use up everything because it works on a um, a, a formula of, of, of subsid um, uh, subsidizing other members, you know, maybe the younger ones subsidizing the older. So we do find that then the inflation um, also goes up every year. So in order to catch up and be able to provide good and professional um, uh, care we then look at an increase um, in terms of the, the contributions that are made. Um, and also, that also allows us to actually make sure that the, we don't reduce the benefits. In fact, we enhance the benefits and make sure that they remain at a particular certain level. So that's one of the reasons why. But that gets curtailed and, and we make use of different ways in which we can do it. Um, where we work with the PSA and National Treasury and also look at how can we make sure that also because we have to balance that against sustainability of the medical aid. Mm. Um, you don't want um, 800 primary members and 2.3 million not to have medical aid because it wasn't managed properly. So it also comes to the finances. Um, unfortunately, in certain cases, then it affects the, the, the pockets. But we also try and do that balancing act um, all the time. As a voice of the consumer, as the chief marketing officer, my role in this case is to um, make sure that uh, we are able to educate members on how to make use of the medical aid. And, and also in this symposium, as you can see, um, this topic may sound complicated, and I'm not a clinician, um, I'm, I'm an educationist, um, I'm, yeah, and, and the medical doctors will come and speak more to this. But as the voice of consumers, I want to say all it says is that let's look out for social ills that automatically lead to um, negative um, medical outcomes. And that is exactly what we need to talk about. So the specialists and the politicians and the policymakers that are here are looking at that. And then we take that and look at how can we constantly
make sure that people have accessibility mm. uh, when it comes to healthcare, which is one of the things that we spoke about. And and I mean, the I was listening to the voice notes, um, and people are talking and complaining about any you know a whole lot of other things, and um, those are social ills because it it it's lack of this, lack of that, lack of that, and then finally it affects you know your 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 health outcome. So we have to probably go out there and educate a little bit more, which is what we're doing, and then get all the industry players to be part of that in order to make sure that the message is effective. All right, we'll continue the conversation in a moment. You're hearing there the voice of Dr. Pumelela Tlomo, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at the Government Employees Medical Schemes. When we continue, I want us to get into the issue of healthcare equity, because that is really at the heart of the problem not only we as South Africa are facing, but it's a universal problem, which is why we even have this idea of universal health care um, being conceptualized. It is to create equity, equity when it comes to access to health care. But how do you do it in an environment where your starting criteria is that you must have money to be able to afford to be part of a scheme. So how do the medical schemes then deal with the question of equity? And we'll get James to respond to that shortly. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. All right, we continue the conversation on the talking point. We're with uh, Dr. Pumelela Glomo, who is with the Government Employees Medical Schemes. So let's talk about the question of equity then, Dr. Glomo, because access is at the heart of equity. How do you frame this conversation and even deal with it, you know, knowing that you are representing um, schemes that in their nature, you know, um, can be seen to be exclusionary solely on the pace, basis of the fact that you have to have a certain amount of money that you're contributing in order to belong to the scheme. So when you talk about equity, what are you talking about? Um, there's, there's, there's three different ways of, mm. of answering your um, difficult question. Um, I know it is a bit of a difficult one. I'll acknowledge that. Correct. Um, But also we should be not afraid to actually deal with the issues that are facing us. The the first part would be um, at the heart of the establishment of the GEMS as Government Employees Medical Aid Scheme. Um, One of the main reasons why we did that was to actually uh, address that element of equity. Because up until that time, um, there was no medical aid that was looking specifically after the, um, the 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 government employees. So that part was then taken care of. Then the government went a step further, um, where they then said, "Now, how do we ensure that this is um, affordable?" Then that was when the provision of subsidy then came in mm-hmm. to make sure that um, you actually have people um, that that. Um, uh, would be able to to to, to get um, uh, uh, to be m- our members. Then the third part was that um, we were able then to design products. And um, we've got a product like Tanzanite One, which is our basic product. It's very rich in benefits. But if you receive a su- subsidy, basically you pay nothing because the subsidy then alternates and then it gets to pay for it. But now, the one of the main things, and I'm not a spokesperson for the National Department of Health, mm. is that the National De- um, Department of Health is busy talking about NHI, which is also 
dealing with issues of equity and accessibility, whether you are in the medical aid or not in the medical aid, how do you then ensure that uh, you have accessibility to health as a basic human right? And that is the other element and angle that is being looked at by the government. Um, that takes care not only of the government employees, mm. it takes care of the entire South African population. One of the things that consumers raise um, when it comes to a conversation of equity within the context of medical schemes can really be seen with the prescribed minimum benefits and what is contained within the prescribed minimum benefits um, that clients would be entitled to that would automatically be covered by medical schemes because what we know is that the profile of disease in this country has been changing quite rapidly. The prescribed minimum benefits, however, has not necessarily been keeping up with that change, at least not to the expectation of, of consumers. Would you say you, you've seen that? Well, in certain cases, yeah, mm -hmm. we've seen that. But, you know, there are various discussions yeah. um, where PMB is being looked at in terms of the still cater, and we make uh, then adjustments in different ways as a scheme to make sure that um, there are certain things that would actually be accommodated. I can't go necessarily into the specifics because there's different things that, 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 that we're looking at. But I do think um, when I do the analysis and looking at um, what our consumers are experiencing and what they say mm. is that there's a huge role that needs to be played from an education perspective in terms of what do you need um, to do in order to be operating within the PMB of a particular need, healthcare need that you may have at that particular specific point in time. Um, so that is one of the things that some of the speakers that will be addressing today to say how do we then look at um, accessibility which will then ensure that you um, avoid co-payment and you operate within the prescribed minimum benefits that, that have that have mm. actually been provided to you. It, it, it also seems to me that there is quite a big gap um, that exists including in the context of, of medical schemes around primary health care and being able to put an emphasis on the role of primary health care because that too would go a long way in reducing the health burden I think just more broadly that this country is 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 sitting with that's 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 so true and it resonates so much with the type of work that um, James is doing because um, we are actually very much involved in the provision of primary health care and um, there's various ways of doing this and one of the things that we do as GEMS is running workshops and events um, where we actually do the, the screening to um, the various people at the government departments and this is basically to uh, ensure that we do prevention measures um, that um, would allow us to detect certain things before they actually happen. So we actually then work on such programs to make sure that you know um, the people get the, 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 the primary benefits, but also we do preventative measures to ensure that people are able to get into a situation where they are being assisted and helped, um, not to advance the, bene the, 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 the health challenges to a particular se um, certain level.
All right. That is Dr. Glomo, the Chief Marketing Officer at the Government Employees Medical Scheme. We'll continue the conversation with um, some of the other officials here um, that are part of this symposium and really then continuing to unpack this idea of, of health equity and really what are some of the challenges that medical schemes themselves are also facing. It's 10.30. It's time for your latest news headlines. We'll continue our broadcast on the other side of this.